Hi, everyone. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And we're so glad you're here. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day and why we think this might be more important now than ever to celebrate this Hallmark holiday. But before we dive into that... We want to remind you of a couple things. One, we've recently launched a Patreon page where you can subscribe for exclusive bonus content from us. Subscriptions start at a mere $3 a month, and we're hard at work behind the scenes preparing our February content. And don't forget, you can grab official Long Story Short merch. That was hard to say in the form of an approved sticker and nod to Megan and Wendy's approved portion of our podcast. We'll leave a link to our Patreon page and where you can buy our sticker. We recommend buying two if, like me, you get, like, paralysis about where to put a sticker. You have an extra one on hand just in case you put it in the wrong spot. We'd also love to have you join our exclusive Facebook group. We are Long Story Shorties. And you can join us on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. And you know, we love your emails. Send us your thoughts, questions, comments to meganandwendy at gmail.com. This week, we are joined by not one, but two special guests. We have Heather and Brittany, who are best friends and co-creators of The Okayest Moms, a website and podcast for The Millennial Mom. And we are so glad to have you guys here with us. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having us. Hi. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, the origins of the OKS Moms, and how you made the jump to podcasting? Yeah. um, So we started, this is Brittany speaking. Um, We started the OKS Moms in 2017, um, mostly because we were just tired of seeing like this picture perfect motherhood that we saw on social media. Uh, We were both new moms at the time, but we knew damn well it didn't look perfect like we were seeing everywhere. Um, so we started the OKS Moms to show realistic motherhood and also that we were more than just mom. Uh, the community that's formed has been something really amazing, and we've just been riding that wave. As for the jump to podcasting, um, in 2020, we had planned on starting a podcast, and then we started it right before COVID hit. Which reminds me, we just had like our one year anniversary. We didn't even talk about it. Oh, yeah. I didn't even. That's exciting. Congratulations. I don't register time anymore. (laughs) No, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, one year of podcasting. And um, it's actually, it was a perfect thing during COVID. I mean, you guys know, like, we were able to record remotely from each of our homes and still connect. And yeah, that's, that's it. Anything else? What did I forget, Heather? That sounded great. I don't. I. I am not good at these like elevator pitch introductions. I, that. That you hit it all. I agree. Oh, God, thank you. That's the first time I've ever hit it all. <laughs> okay, so I have uh, maybe a confession to make. I think oh. so. You know, Megan and I, we were, we come from like the OG mom blogger, mm-hmm. like from back in. Well, not super OG, but 2010. So I'm wondering if it was like our fault that we put up <laughs> Pinterest perfect motherhood. You know what? We traced it. I didn't. We traced it directly <laughs> back to both of you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm just saying like we were, I think a part of that, like a uh, wheel, but not that I was producing picture perfect content, but I um, actually think so. Wendy says 2010, I started my mommy blog in 2008 because i'm super old wendy and i are not millennials by the way and uh 
I just barely missed the cutoff. What was happening then in like the early mom blogs is all of a sudden parents felt like they had permission to kind of talk a little bit more freely about the realities of motherhood. In a true American fashion, we swung as hard as we could the opposite direction. And I think it became like, let's only talk about the most amazing stellar points of motherhood. And don't you ever dare utter one negative word. And so I think that's kind of our goal is to kind of get back to the middle a little bit where there are these really great moments, but they're interrupted by the majority of the time. It sucks. (laughs) Well, and I think you guys strike that balance, you know, watching you guys on Instagram, like it's clear that you love your kids and it's also clear that you're real people, right? Like that you like Bravo (laughs) and you have these like funny, relatable relationships with your husbands. And sometimes your kids are like screaming in the background and that's just the way it goes. It's just I mean, life. that's what it looks like in everybody's house, right? So I hate that there's people out there who's showing that it's everything's perfect. So I, I like that kind of content. So you guys keep keep doing that. Well, thank you. That is such high praise because I personally, that's what I strive for. And I'm in the beginning, it's hard to show like those less perfect sides of yourself, but those are really what people relate to the most. So it becomes easier. Totally agree. agree. Okay. Speaking of relatable. So on last week's podcast, we talked a little bit about our somewhat failed quest to discover our Enneagram numbers. (laughs) And I made a promise that I am going to have failed to deliver on. um, And I had said that before the recording of our next podcast, I would dig into the books I have in my house and gain a further understanding of my number. And In my brain, I thought I would have the buffer of a weekend in between recording those two podcasts, and I didn't. So I failed. But I know you guys are both into the Enneagram. Oh. Now, you both know your numbers, yes? Yes, Yes. we do. (laughs) Well, I didn't tell you I was going to be asking you this, but would you (laughs) This is not on the outline. (laughs) It is not on the outline. It's fine. (laughs) Throwing one out of the left field. But I I do feel like you're prepared to speak about this. (laughs) Oh, Brittany is always to speak about this. She is always ready. Um, so why don't you tell us your numbers and if you know like what they mean and how you relate to them? I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna dim your sparkle over there. I know this is <laughs> this is your favorite topic. Go ahead. She's just letting you get yours out of the way before she <laughs> takes over. That's right. Now I feel like there's a lot of pressure. Gosh. Um I'm a seven, which basically means I don't want any negative feelings ever. I am a big deflector and I always have new big ideas that I want to execute right this second. Um, So for someone like me, a stay at home order is kind of (laughs) hard. I feel pressure. That's what I feel. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a six, which is basically like I was born to be a conspiracy theorist. I trust no one. I believe nothing except what I decide is right. And I also like have, I can never decide anything and I second guess everything. And it's just really fun to be in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Brittany is really, she's the one that got me into the Enneagram. And in the beginning, it kind of just came across to me as like your Zodiac sign and kind of just like a bunch of... Or like um, the Myers-Briggs, like answer these questions and get your personality. And in the beginning, I was kind of, I kind of wrote it off. And then the more I read about it, I realized, wow, like this is really me. 
And it really changed my perspective of myself from, because a lot of my personality traits are generally seen as negative and like ways that you need to improve yourself. And that's hard to think that like your natural tendencies are things that need to be improved. And it really kind of reframed how I saw myself as these things aren't good or bad. They just are. And it's fine. Okay, I'm over here with huge eyes because both of you describe things that I feel like I could. This is why this is so hard. Because when you said like you have big ideas and want to execute them right now, I'm like, I jump from idea to idea and I want them like there's no I don't have the ability. Delayed gratification is not in my nature. Yep. Um, I also hate conflict. I also want every. I, Honestly, this is why this is every time someone talks about something, I'm like, that's me too. Okay. Seriously, Megan, is there a number that is like you believe in you are everything? Because Megan thinks that she's every single one of these things. <laughs> every time someone describes himself, I'm like, that's me. Someone in our Facebook group was like, I'm an information gatherer. I'm a five. I'm like, I love information. <laughs> <laughs> Which so, is true. I do. But oh. what I love about it is it, you, so what you said about having to read and truly find out for yourself, that is the way that you need to do it as much as it sucks. Um, <sighs> but it really, more than the Myers-Briggs or like any other personality test, it's really like about your your motives in life and what brings you joy and what your like core fear is. So like for the seven, the core fear is to be without. So like major FOMO all the time. And I can't remember what the six is. (laughs) I can't remember either. Being wrong. That's not like the official one. But it's basically like... God. Yeah. But the thing is, too, that there's these things called wings. So Brittany is a seven with a wing six. Correct, Brittany? Would you agree with that? Yeah. And I... (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, basically being a six is just being a anxious ball of energy at all times. And I am a six with, I would say, a wing seven. So we're kind of like opposites in ways. And so, but we also can understand where the other's coming from because that's also part of our personality. And so like her need to like be doing everything all the time is balanced with my need to like, well, we don't know what we're doing. We can't do that because like X, Y, and Z. And so, but I also have like this desire to want to do all the things. And so do you see how like, so you can be both things at once. So we make really great travel partners. Actually. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's I'm having the best. a total existential crisis. Over here thinking, like, <laughs> maybe the reason I'm not successful in life is because I have no idea who I am. <laughs> Again. Okay, Can't I'm reading wait. the book this weekend. I'm no. reading the book this weekend. I do it you and get yourself to some therapy. You know, <laughs> yeah, that too. All of the people I know who have such a hard time, well, minus Heather because she took forever to type herself too. <laughs> I was going to say that's the other thing. I thought it was a four for a long time. <laughs> um, all the people I know who are think that they see themselves in every single type end up being nines. So. Mm. Oh, that's me. I'm a nine. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh wait. Well, she so- thinks she's a nine. She's taken <laughs> an online test. Let's be clear; she has not done the work yet, folks. She's oh, claiming it like okay, she's like, I okay. know. I'm a nine. Um, <laughs> well, the other yes, thing I- too. Oh, go ahead, Wendy. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying yes. I took an online test that told me I was a nine, so I'm happy with that. Okay, then you're a nine. No, that sounds like a nine. My husband is a nine, so yeah. Well, I have my weekend plans now. I am digging into that book. I I'm so excited for you. <laughs> yeah, it it is really interesting because it just reframes things and and it teaches you how. To, like once you know somebody else's type, which you can't type other people, you ha- they have to do it themselves. Even though I definitely yeah. typed my husband because me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then like you learn more about them and how to interact with them better. So it's really like strengthened my relationships with people too. I think that know their numbers as well. Totally, it's like knowing your love language. Yeah, it yes. is kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the perfect transition to our next segment. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk Valentine's Day. This week's podcast is brought to you by the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, who have just launched gift subscriptions. We're all making our drinks at home now more than ever, and you can give the gift of regular deliveries of coffee, tea, or flavoring powders in three or six month subscription options. If you order soon, the recipient will also receive a free tumbler. And as an added bonus, we're giving away one six month subscription of your choice on Instagram. Head on over to at Megan and Wendy LSS to enter. This week's podcast is also brought to you by Celestial Shell, a beautiful shop full of handmade items that have just been updated for spring with brand new creations like tarot wraps and book sleeves and fun spring prints. Use code LSSFRIENDS15 at checkout. So we wanted to talk about Valentine's Day and specifically Valentine's Day in a pandemic. And will it be different this year? Will we do more? Will we do less? Do we want absolutely nothing to do with the people who live in our house this year? (laughs) Um, And we also kind of wanted to talk a little bit about relationships. So starting up top, Heather, how did you meet your husband? So... We actually met in high school, and I hate the term high school sweethearts, but I guess that's what we are. <laughs> um, I played softball in high school with my sis- now sister-in-law, and junior prom was coming up, and I didn't have a date, and neither did her brother, and she said, why don't you guys go together? And I was like, sure, whatever, I'll just take a date, and it'll be fine, and now we have two kids, so <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened in between. No, that was that was that's the gist of the story. <laughs> was he younger than you, older than you, or no? We were the same age, and I didn't really know who he was. Like I knew of him because I knew his sister, and I knew she had a brother. But we went to a fairly big high school, and I never had any classes with him, or really like ran in the same circles with him, I guess. And so 
um, I didn't really know too much about him. Wow. I know. High school sweetheart. I know. I really that's- don't like it. I really, that's not really where I saw my story going, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? No. Like, why is there such a negative attachment? I don't know. I, I mean, it's worked out well, but I just, I don't know. It just seems like such a cheesy story to me. And I think no. like people like get so... I don't know. I feel like it comes with a lot of Jesus undertones. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Purity ring. Yes. Yeah, it comes with a lot of, like, assumptions, I think. And I think we don't really, like, fit any of those assumptions. And so, I mean, like, I really didn't think – I, like, I just never thought that we would get married until – well, I mean, like, later on I did. But um, we went to different colleges, and I was very, like, purposeful that we are not going – the same school and we're gonna kind of do our own thing and we did break up for a little choice I didn't know that like you did not want to go to the same school yeah no I I mean I had thought about going because I ended up staying in our hometown and going to the junior college and he went away to college and I did think about transferring to his school but the more I thought about it that really wasn't the school that I wanted to be at for my major and so I so I I always like tried to make these decisions for myself rather than for like us as a couple if that makes sense because I was very conscious of like I don't want to put all my eggs in this basket kind of thing which is super mature I do not think I would have been able to make that <laughs> no, as a high school senior I'm like we're staying together forever <laughs> So, yeah, I think then that I think that's kind of why I bristle at like this high school sweetheart title because like I really tried I mean this is going to sound terrible, but like I really tried <laughs> not to be high school sweethearts. <laughs> yeah, so we and we actually calculated this the other night. We have been together for 17 years. Oh. I know. It, You're a baby. I well, you yeah. are. I I've been married almost twenty years. So yeah, yeah I've been married like, sixteen years this summer, and we did not meet in high school. So well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we started when we were sixteen. So <laughs> we actually started dating the week before I got my license, which is really wow. crazy when you think about it. But I'm just doing the math over here, Wendy, and feeling way old to old ladies. <laughs> I feel like I should also say that I'm See, really, really bad at math, so I don't. I, and I forgot what we no. cal- I forgot what we calculated, so I might be wrong. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, Brittany, I know you did not meet your husband in high school. I didn't, but I was just out of high school. Um, oh. We so he grew up in Virginia, and I grew up in Northern California, and we met on MySpace. <laughs> Oh, Megan has a similar story. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Um, It was like the dawn of social media. Um, At that point, we were still signing. We were signing up for Facebook with our .edu email. (laughs) I was a newly graduated out of high school. I was going to college in the fall. He was going to college on the East Coast in the fall. Actually, let me back up. So he... (laughs) He, in Virginia, he dated a girl named Brittany Blanchard, and that was my maiden name. And so when he signed up for MySpace, he was just apparently searching all of his (laughs) ex-girlfriends. And instead, he found me, and just, and that was back when you just add everybody who you think is cute. And we added each other and ended up 
we were messaging and then we were texting and then that was back in the time when I only had like 50 texts per month. So then we had to start calling each other. <laughs> After nine. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, and then I, um, college started and I, we kept in touch that whole time and he was playing football on the East coast and decided it wasn't for him. He wasn't enjoying the school and um, he came out to visit. He has his grandparents live in the Bay Area and he came out to visit them for that New Year's. And we ended up meeting up halfway. It was this whole thing because I didn't tell my parents. <laughs> so I had my my cool aunt at the time drive me to meet him. He ended up staying for like a week and then ended up not going home. And he enrolled in college in where I was going to college and we've been together ever since there wasn't a, any confusion like he knew you were the a different <laughs> yeah no right? Right. okay i'm pretty sure he says he knew he says he remembers my profile picture i was like in a pack sun wearing a stupid cowboy hat <laughs> and he, he added me based on that and then i don't i accepted so we're both i stupid. do like that story better where he thinks you're the other Brittany blanchard <laughs> Well, now it's your turn, Wendy. Okay. Well, speaking of New Year's Eve, um, my husband and I met each other on New Year's Eve at a party in the mid-90s. Um, I went as a third wheel to this party. I went with Jenny and Greg, and I was their friend. And um, super classy. The party was at a residence in hotel, if you know what that is. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It was like, you know, everybody went there to get, like, shit-faced before they actually went out to a bar. But the problem is, is I was not 21 yet, so I ended up staying at the hotel by myself while everybody went to the bar, which seems like a horrible idea. Um, but anyway, my future husband and his friend came back to the hotel to get me because they thought they were convinced that the, they could sneak me into the bar, which they did. Um, <laughs> I mean, and basically that's how we met. But here's the rub. The party was hosted by his then girlfriend. So, oh. yeah. So he was together with somebody when we met, but he had given me his phone number. It was very innocent. He gave me his phone number at the time. Like he wrote it down on a napkin. <laughs> and yeah, it was, I mean, the, the, did I have a cell phone yet? I don't think I did. I don't think anybody had a cell phone yet at that time. But yeah, so he wrote it down on a napkin and I called him like probably the next day because I was desperate like that. And then, um, yeah, and then we've been together ever since. Married almost 20 years. That's awesome. Did it. he just like leave her in the dust? He was like, eh, we're done. Yeah, basically. Oh, nice. <laughs> you were he worth it. Do you ever uh, check in on her on Facebook? Like, I would really want to know what she's doing right now. You they're know I've searched the other brain. Oh, they answer. are? Yeah. They're absolutely <laughs> friends on Facebook. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I feel kind of bad about it. It was, like, all super innocent. Like, we were, like, flirty, but there was, like, lots of drinks involved. And, um. Well, and it worked out. So, I mean, it's not like. Yeah. He just was this was, and that was like his high school sweetheart. Oh. And they had he had just graduated college at that time. So he's like, this is just not working out. I'm like not into it. But like he broke up up with her before we actually ever went out on our first date. So yeah. That's how we met. 
Well, I met my husband online also. We met on eHarmony and (laughs) the the reason I went on eHarmony, I had a friend who was recently single and was in that like phase of like, I'm never gonna meet anybody. Like she was out of a long term relationship. And we were also in a weird phase where a bunch of our friends were getting married and we were young. We were I don't know. I was 24 when I met my husband and all of our friends were like 23, 24 and had been in these relationships since college and were now getting married. And she was in this place of like, I'm never going to meet anybody. And right, we're 24. Like we had time. <laughs> so we signed up for eHarmony together. I was like, I'll do it with you. Oh, a girlfriend packed. Yeah. And I, uh, the way, I don't know if this is how eHarmony works now, but at the time they, it's not like websites where you can just search and search and search like they send you matches so based on your extensive personality profile (laughs) and so you would get like five or six matches at a time and then they had this whole convoluted like phases of communication you had to go through and he was one of my first batches of matches and we communicated he's the only person I met from eHarmony and Wendy found this out a couple episodes ago on a Hallmark episode, we met the end of July. We were engaged in February <gasps> and married in August. So Damn, 53 girl. weeks to the day. Yep. One year and one week to the day from when that we met. Bl- we I'm s- that still blows my mind. <laughs> when you I know, you know. You guys are still together. Oh, I can't believe you guys are still together. We always tell the kids, like, don't get married till you're 30. Don't get married till you're 30. You need to go through a full year, all of the seasons with someone before you even think about getting married. Because the second half of our relation, like, but prior to getting married, it was all wedding planning. There was, mm-hmm. it's like oh, yeah. completely oh different. God. You're not like dating anymore. You're just like <laughs> business partners trying to get this wedding planned. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's how we met. E Harmony and. They sent me a Tiffany candy bowl that we still use to this day because we got married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't do a commercial for them or some bullshit like I think that. They, I think they ask for like people who have successful stories, but they don't pay. And I was like, I'm not selling my soul unless there's cash involved. So oh. um, now she just does it on a podcast for free. So. <laughs> That's right. Free advertising for you. Yeah, but it's not my face on an eHarmony commercial. This is content that I control. <laughs> does eHarmony still exist? It does. But is it the... like a a Tinder where you like swipe or whatever? Mm-hmm. Is it different? Is... No, I was listening to a radio show the other a radio show. It was like a serious <laughs> XM show. <laughs> Not the millennial. Um, And they were talking about the best dating sites for senior citizens. Mm -hmm. And Harmony was on the. (laughs) (laughs) I think. (laughs) I'll see if I can find the article they were referencing. I am crying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only 41. But. I think it's because it's a little more involved than like a Tinder or I don't even know. It's honestly, more serious really. and they have right, the time. Like, it's right. not just like swipe, 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 swipe. Not I don't think it's app based. Maybe they do have an app, but like you have to like put in the time and answer the questions. But it was listed among sites like Silver Single. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god! I should well, tell because my that. senior citizens don't know how to use smartphones. <laughs> they don't know. So aside from the fact that my husband and I are 107 years old, let's talk about 
any point in your relationship, one story, funny, relatable. Uh, Brittany, go ahead. Oh, God. I really don't have anything. <laughs> I was, like, racking my brain trying to think of a funny anecdote. <laughs> and mostly I'm just annoyed at him most of the time because he takes 30 minutes to take a poop. <laughs> oh, my what? God! <laughs> Who doesn't? Seriously. Does he, does he take, does he have reading material in there? Oh, his phone. TikTok. That's his reading material. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> and I got him headphones for, or AirPods for Christmas, which was a huge mistake, because now I think he's just in there being silent. <laughs> I guess I don't have to hear it anymore, but, oh, God. That's a good one. I know, sometimes my husband will ask, like, if he has time to shower before dinner, after work. And I'm like, yeah, but you do not have time to poop. Like, <laughs> right. one or the other, dude. Choose one. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Heather, do you have one? That actually, I was having the same problem. I actually, like, looked through old social media posts to see if I could find one because I couldn't think of anything. And I asked my husband if he could think of one. And he came up with one from high school, like, 100 years ago. So I – but Brittany just reminded me of one. So, as I'm sure you can all relate to, um, I can get myself and two kids ready, dressed, (laughs) snacks in hand, coats, like all the things, in the car, waiting with it running for him every time, no matter where we're going, no matter how much notice he's had of what time we're leaving. And so, I was in the car one day talking to myself because... I was so annoyed. (laughs) And God, he is so slow. And my daughter heard and she goes, Yeah, he's the slowest dad ever. And I was (laughs) so I said, Yeah, he is. So now whenever we're in the car waiting for him and he gets in the car, the kids will go, God, you are the slowest dad ever. (laughs) Oh no. Has it made him go faster? No. So it didn't really work, but I just thought it was funny that the kids jumped on my train. (laughs) Well, I would have had a hard time coming up with something, but on the same episode of the podcast that I revealed the super speed of my relationship with my husband, I also revealed that on our first date, we met in person at Angel Stadium, and I said I brought a friend with me, which is somewhat true. So we, of course... Me being the nervous Nelly that I am, I pick the most public location possible to meet someone. <laughs> 45,000 people, like, can't kidnap me there. <laughs> but at the time, he and I both had, like, mini season tickets to the Angels. And so we had, like, 20 games. Oddly, we both. And I bought my seats next to a friend. So she had the tickets right next to mine. So, of course... <laughs> The night I'm going, she's going to be there. And so he, she waited with me out front. And then, like, I just, like, walked away from her when <laughs> he got there. But then she was sitting next to us the entire time. So um, he gets points for going on a date with me and my friend and her cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We did go out to dinner, just the two of us, after the game. So... Where'd but you yeah. go? Where'd you go? Somewhere right around Angel Stadium? <laughs> yeah, TGI Fridays. A- oh, God! <laughs> because oh there's God. nowhere there. I don't even think, and granted, this is 16 years ago, so even the restaurants that have like sprung up right across the street, I don't think were there. The only place to go was The Block. A baseball game is such a long first date. What if it is? <laughs> it is, but here's the thing. Here's why I think it's a good 
option. It's not the only first date I've been on to a baseball game because there's, it's not like a movie where you're watching something you can't talk, but there's something mm-hmm. to do. So it's okay if you're not talking the entire time. Like you can just be watching the game. It's not like a dinner where there's nothing else to do but talk to each other. You have mm. like, oh, there's something to talk about. Here's, I'm super awkward at like meeting people and making conversations. So I like the buffer of like, I don't have to talk. I'm going to watch this thing that's happening. And that's all right. So speaking of Valentine's Day, um, do you usually celebrate? Let's talk about if you celebrate with your spouse, your kids, if you guys have traditions in your house, Heather. We aren't like huge Valentine's Day people. We definitely don't go out on that day because it's always so crowded and crazy. Mm-hmm. Years past, we've gone on like a date night close to Valentine's Day and like called it that. Obviously, we're not doing that this year. Um but what one thing we did last year with the kids as a way to kind of make it more of a family celebration because I'm not really it's it's not my favorite holiday. Um we made a special meal with the kids and I let my daughter pick out whatever decoration she wanted from the dollar store because she's super into decorating for holidays. I don't know where she got that from. <laughs> um and so do I they have Valentine's Day inflatables. You know, oh my God, they do. And somebody, my mom started to tell my son about them. And I just, I, I just like shoved my hand in her face. I was like, shut up. Because <laughs> my, my son is obsessed with inflatables. And I draw the line at Valentine inflatables. <laughs> so, and I didn't think she, either of them really liked it. Either of my kids really liked what we did last year, but they've been talking about it. So I guess they did. So I think we might just redo something like that. We'd make some kind of like heart-shaped pizza and call it a night. So my son's birthday is February 9th and mine is February 16th. So I feel like Valentine's Day has always just kind of been mushed in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And he, you know, we don't celebrate on the day where the same, we don't like the big crowds or like trying to get a reservation. It's just, that is not fun to me. We usually get takeout and watch a movie so it works perfectly for this year. As for my kids, um, we we usually get them some chocolate and say happy Valentine's Day. We're not like <laughs> a big, I don't know. It's just, I think growing up, I, my birthday and Valentine's Day were always kind of combined, whether like at school or with my parents. And so it's always kind of no- annoyed at Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, kids who like to celebrate. So we, we'll, we'll do a little something special, I think. Wendy, do you guys celebrate Valentine's? We don't, typically. I mean, you know, there's been years where we've gone out. Um, but typically, like, I'll just... Sometimes I'll make a special dinner at home and we'll include, you know, our daughter in it. But um, we were engaged around Valentine's Day and so traditionally for us, we would usually watch, um, God, this is so... Your wedding uh, video? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know me? No, we would... Um, I was going to be shocked. Yeah, no, we watch um, like the NBA slam dunk contest. <laughs> 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 That is not what I thought you were going to say. Just like the opening video. Because the All-Star game is usually around Valentine's Day weekend, I think Uh it is, like, whatever. Anyway, um, this year it is not, so we won't be doing that. But, yeah, I think we're, um, we don't, we don't typically, like, 
go big or anything. No. Well, so my husband and, and I rarely go out to eat, even in non-pandemic times. Wendy knows. Like, my husband's not Ever. a restaurant guy. Like, when we go on vacation, she's like, what do you guys eat? Because <laughs> he doesn't like to go out. I'm like, well. And that's actually been, like, a long process to get him to the point where, like, hey, we're on vacation. We still have to eat <laughs> three times a day, whether you like a restaurant or not. Anyway, so we definitely don't go out on Valentine's Day. And it's funny because all the influence right now are po- influencers are posting their Valentine's Day outfits. And I'm like, first of all, I think we need to let this one go, ladies. Right. And second of all, like even in a non-pandemic year, I'm like, you guys are buying like outfits specifically for never. No. We do not do that. But we love a holiday. Like we send <laughs> cards to like the grandparents and the aunts and uncles for every holiday and before you say anything, my husband 100% handles that. Like, he buys the cards, he gets them out, has the kids write them. Like, he does, he handles that process 100%. Time and out. Then, mm, does he go to, like, the Hallmark store and pick out individual cards for all these well, people? Well, like, the Target aisle, and he'll okay. buy, like, a pack of Valentine's cards. Uh, like, a six-pack mm, of yeah, val- yeah, yeah. And Thanksgiving cards, and Halloween cards. Yes, oh, Easter cards. Um <laughs> His family is a card family. I love the two totally different reactions. Wendy's like, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> his family's a card family. Like, his mom will still send us cards for all those holidays. Um, my family was not a card. Like, birthday card, that was pretty much it. But, oh, so we would typically do for the kids, like, in a normal year, like a Seas Candy marshmallow heart. Um, we already have those, like, on deck, ready to go. But we don't go out, and he and I just, like... High five. Like, that's really <laughs> good job. Are you, okay, so are you guys big gift givers for like, are. other holidays? Okay. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Gifts are both of our love languages. Christmas uh. is bananas. And then birthdays and, you know, Easter, Mother's Day, Father's Day, like that sort of thing. But yeah. um, he bought Seas Candy. And I was like, did you buy yourself one or do I need to now go out? <laughs> And he's like, no, no, I got it for everybody. So um, we're all set. Everyone will get their Seas Candy hearts. And I'm hoping that he remembered to get the hot hearts from Seas Candy for me. Um, It's not that. (laughs) (laughs) They're cinnamon. They're like hot tamales, but in the shape of hearts from Seas Candy. They're not like sexy time hearts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they have the sours for Valentine's Day, Wendy. I think they just do the hot. Hearts and they used that, to. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe they do both. They do curbside. You can call them outside and they'll bring it oh, out to you. Um, this podcast is brought to you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this year we'll do that, and then I don't know. Like I like an excuse to. I like food, so I like an excuse to make like a dessert. So we might make cupcakes or something. But no, we're not. We certainly won't be going out, and we won't be doing like flowers and jewelry level Valentine's Day. Have you ever done that in the No, past? no, no. Flowers and jewelry? No. Never? I'm trying to think if my husband has ever got... He's gotten me flowers, but I don't know if ever for Valentine's Day. Definitely never jewelry. Has anybody ever gotten jewelry for Valentine's Day? I don't no. trust my husband to pick it out. I don't think so. I, <laughs> I put a very hard moratorium on like any kind of heart-shaped jewelry. Like I made that very clear oh, that nobody yeah. likes that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, nobody needs the Pandora heart. No. <laughs> okay, so we talked a little bit about how we're going to celebrate this year. So here's the thing. We've been home 
for 11 months. Like my husband, he was working from home. He now teaches in a classroom four days a week, but is still home like way more than he ever used to be, right? And so in theory, we've spent a lot more time together, but I don't know if that time is quality time or if it's like, I'm going to go in another room and nobody talk to me for the next (laughs) hour of time. Right? Like, do we start taking for granted the fact that these people that we live with are now here all the time as opposed to taking it advantage of it. I have been thinking about this a lot because I, on one hand, I'm really tired of trying to scrape up what little energy I have to do holidays and make them more exciting in these less exciting times with so many different constraints on how you can do that. And here we are coming up on this is the last holiday that we're going to celebrate in or the last first holiday we're going to celebrate in a pandemic. And yeah. it's just <laughs> I like I on one hand, yeah. I just don't have the energy to do it. But on the other hand, I feel like it's more important than ever to do it. And so I'm kind of feeling conflicted about it because like you said, I just a perfect celebration for me would be to go in the other room and nobody touch me or talk to me. <laughs> but I also do think that I, it's been a, I mean, to be completely honest, it hasn't been a really easy time in our marriage. I have struggled. I mean, this is going to be such a downer, but sorry. (laughs) I've struggled with my mental health a lot this year and I've taken it out on my husband a lot because he's the only person I see. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it's, it's been hard. So I do feel like I have some responsibility to kind of step it up a little bit and be a little bit nicer and <laughs> which I I'm up to. And so I'm, I am trying to figure out something to do, but I don't, I don't but also like, I don't know what to do because I've done all the things that we can do. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Take that I'll out. Send you the link I'm the kidding. <laughs> not taking that out. I mean, I will if you really want me to. No, I, I think it's care. funny. Um, I know. I know what I could do, but... <laughs> well, I feel like that's all they want anyway. I, I know. I mean, that's a very valid point. My husband's love language is physical touch. Like, <sighs> you know. That is every husband's love language. <laughs> Even if it's not, they'll tell right. you. What well, one I would say don't apologize for having that conversation here because I mean, Wendy and I never want to pretend like things are better than they are. Um, Yeah. The last year has been shit for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really hard, you know, in a normal year, I'd have the buffer of a, my husband leaving the house every day of the week and B me having my own outlets outside of the house and all of those things that like, fill my bucket to use a very kindergarten (laughs) language are gone and so it's really hard to continue or to have the energy to give that to somebody else when I feel very empty totally and my husband to dig real deep yeah and he my husband is very kind of emotionally needy and (laughs) I'm not at all and so he it's that's where a lot of our conflict comes from is that I want to be left alone and he wants to be closer. 
<laughs> All that pandemic stress on top of everything. <sighs> yeah. It's like, I'm barely holding it together. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm going to make cupcakes on Valentine's Day, damn it. Right. When it's on a Sunday this year, so I'm like, okay, we can do like oh. the heart-shaped pancakes with the kids. And so like, I feel like we have, a li- since it's a weekend, we kind of have a little more time to kind of, so I'm going to try. I'm going to roll my sleeves up and I'm going to put my happy face on and we're going to have some Valentine's fun, damn it. Well, okay, so let me, as someone who also struggles with mental health challenges, I don't think you should, like, even apologize for, like, what you've experienced this last year. So I personally feel like it's okay. Like, grant yourself a little bit of grace. You don't have to muster through the holiday if you don't want to deal with it. Oh, totally. But I... I do think there's a conversation to be had with, like, your husband about it if he has other expectations than you do, but... Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah, no, he doesn't care. (laughs) I don't even think he knows when Valentine's Day is, so it's fine. (laughs) It's more my (laughs) kids get really invested in holidays. Like, my daughter's been asking to decorate for Valentine's Day since we put the Christmas stuff away. So, it's more, like, about making it fun for the kids, I think, more than my husband. But I do think that... I can put a little more, I have more effort to give, but I just am tired. (laughs) I'm just tired of pandemic holidays. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you kind of feel like, okay, we've done it all, right? Like we've, in the beginning, like we were eating dinner on the couch and watching a movie every night because that was like so novel to my kids, right? It was like so fun. I'm like, I'm so freaking tired of sitting on this couch and watching movies like even though i'm such a homebody that's nowhere else i'd rather be normally i'm like is there anything else we can do (laughs) don't tell me to get on a zoom call with people or i will hurt somebody (laughs) um what was i gonna say oh mine are they're not having their normal like valentine's day party but they the teachers had them bring in actually today well on a week before valentine's day they had to bring in um all their valentines and they're just gonna pass them out they didn't write them out to specific friends this year and they're just gonna drop them in each individual bag so they'll have valentines to open at home at least so that'll be fun yeah my daughter had to they decorated their bags last week, and then the bags had to quarantine for a week. Oh, and stop they, it. Swear to God, then they brought their Valentines Why? in yesterday. This is recording this on Friday, Thursday. They deliver, like pass them out to the bags, and then the bags with the Valentines will then quarantine for another week, and then they get them next week. Oh, and I look, wonder if that's what I'm, they're doing then. Yeah, I'm, that makes would sense. Bet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not, and I'm not knocking her teacher at all. I'm like... I, I feel like it's you, probably the district. It's so bizarre, right? Like I'm sure these are just the rules being handed down, and you're dealing with so many different. You know, you're dealing with parents like me who are uh, COVID. Uh, well, there was a word that was like right at the tip of my tongue, but basically paranoid. I mean, that's a mild <laughs> term for what. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, it's true. Um, I had a better word and it escaped me. Anyway, you know, so I feel like they're just trying to meet every day. It just makes me laugh so hard to think about, like, their Valentine's bags quarantining. I know. I didn't even think about that. We had to (sighs) drop – ours had to be sent today as well. And I was thinking, why are we celebrating a whole week early? Because I never do anything a week early. And (laughs) that that makes a lot of sense. Yep. And last week she forgot to take her bag and we get to school and she's like, I don't have my bag. And I said, it's fine. You'll bring it next week. She goes, it has to quarantine for a while. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God. I'm, I'm like, 
super annoyed by this <laughs> whole thing right now. Honestly, okay. I'm just glad that they made the effort to make it happen, even in ridiculous terms. Okay, but isn't COVID airborne? Right. Yes. yes. But, like, you know, my husband's school has a 96-hour hold on paper, so if they oh, collect anything... Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Interesting. Yep. Here's a word I hate, but I'm going to ask you about it anyway. Oh, girl. Yes. Uh-oh. You ready for it? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's kind of like the word mompreneur. Um, <laughs> and that is galentines. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I think... <laughs> um, do you ever do anything for Valentine's Day for your friends? Sometimes I feel like I have more to give to my friends mentally than to my family. Um, Me too. Valentine's Day is only the greatest day of the year. Oh. <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> According to Leslie Nope. <laughs> we actually uh, rewatched Parks and Rec since the pandemic began, um, which is where the term Galentine's started, or at least to my knowledge. Is it? Yeah. I just assumed oh, it was you some didn't like, know Pinterest that, bullshit. No. no. Did you? <laughs> Yes, and I don't even watch that show. I'm just a tune. Stole it. Okay. So I have written down, I have so much rage towards the word Galentine. Like, I can't stand it, but I am here for doing Valentine stuff for my friends. Yes. I just don't like that word. You know, I don't either. Mompreneur. I don't like that either. Um, (laughs) See, this works out well for me that Brittany's birthday is near Valentine's Day. So I'm just going to roll it in together. (laughs) Look at that. Shout out to one of our sponsors of this episode, which is the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. And this week they just launched, I was just thinking about like ideas that would work for friends. They have these, and actually we're not obligated to mention this now. I'm just bringing it up because I think it's a cool idea. They have coffee and tea subscriptions in three and six month options. So you can send like coffee, tea, or they're like powders, they're chocolate or vanilla um, flavoring powder subscriptions. So if they're like super into that, um, and one thing I like is they don't auto renew. So like if you send a subscription for six months, you're not like on the hook for it for the rest of your life when you forget to cancel. <laughs> like here's oh, your six month subscription key. and then it just ends, right? So I just think like fun gifts like that that you can send. I don't know, just things to think yeah, about. Yeah, I like that. Cause we're not doing a Galentine's brunch, although I'm gonna see it on Instagram and I'm gonna get mad. Listen, yeah. we've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Not in, in a pandemic theory, not in a, in a pandemic, pandemic where I'm like right? at yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, I was. I had friends talking about how they were gonna have people in their backyard watching the Super Bowl through a window, and it just oh, made stop. me so sad. Oh, I can't. I'm so tired. The novelty of stuff like that is long gone for me. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, stay home. I'll see you next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not into innovating holidays no. anymore. You know what I'm doing for Super Bowl? Just a oh. side note. Oh, yes. I'm so excited for you. Tell me. I ordered a big ass charcuterie board. I can't even say it. Charcuterie board? <laughs> charcuterie board. <laughs> charcuterie board. Um, I ordered a huge one for like the three of us to eat Ooh. at home during the Oh, Super I love that. Bowl. That's a great idea. I'm so excited about it. Oh. I know you guys make your own and they're beautiful, but we're all about just ordering one. No, honestly, it ordering it sounds way better right now. Yeah. <laughs> I am too lazy to, to do anything like that. Efficient. So. I was mm-hmm. actually in the shower today having a conversation with myself about reframing the word lazy. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Efficient. Oh, right? I like like it. It's more efficient to use your time in other ways. Okay. It's really funny you say that because um, my husband and I have a friend from college who used to, it was one of his roommates, he used to unload the dishwasher sitting in a chair and he would say it was more efficient that way. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I might have a harder time getting on board with it, but I do like the reframing of the word. So anytime we're doing something ridiculous like that, we just say it, it's more efficient. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with Megan and Wendy approved times four. Welcome back to Megan and Wendy Approved. And ladies, for the first time ever, we have invited our guests to participate in the Megan and Wendy Approved portion of the podcast. So it's Megan and Wendy and Heather and Brittany Approved. And last week I let Wendy go first for the second time in a row. But Wendy, I'm going to let our guests go first. (laughs) Okay, fine. Fine, fine. I, in this pandemic, have become a plant lady. And so, oh, I love it. Mine is plants. Same. They make me so happy. <laughs> I, if I'm feeling down, I'll just go to Green Acres and buy a plant. Uh, well, Green Acres isn't national, is it? No, it's a plant. Just, I was like, what's Green Acres? <laughs> I, I want to go there. It's. I guess it's like a local. It's called the nursery. Store. Nursery. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I need more coffee. Whew. Um. So yeah, mine is plants. They're they're my friends. <laughs> Do you have a specific kind of plant that you like? I have so I got a monstera. I, I actually got it for my anniversary and it has grown and sprouted new leaves. I just feel like it really likes me and that's my favorite one. Doesn't it make you feel so accomplished when there's a brand new leaf oh on a plant? You don't even I took like eighty seven pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw them on Instagram. <laughs> It, yes, it's it's quite an accomplishment. And in this world of very little accomplishment or being able to get stuff done, it's it's nice. I grew that. Yep. All right, Heather, what do you have? Okay, so mine is also born of the pandemic. Um, we got a – it's called a poppy pass. It's a pass for California state parks, like a parking pass. And we are fortunate to live – very close to a lot of them and so every weekend we've been we've been calling them adventures so the kids get more excited about them because if we call it a hike they'll cry (laughs) but they've caught on to adventure really just means hike so they're it's kind of wearing off but um and I saw this idea at the beginning of the year about a thousand hours outside like kids need to be outside more and the thousand hours seems like a really big commitment. <laughs> so, but it kind of like tied in with us getting this pass and so we're we're trying to make an effort to spend more time outdoors and get our kids outside and this is kind of like the only way we can do it right now and we've been having a lot of fun. We a lot of forced family fun. <laughs> <laughs> so my kids love being outside. My son can find a stick wherever he goes. That's his that's his hidden talent and it's just fun to just be outside and get some sunshine and be able to be away from people and not have to mask up and worry about all those things and it's just it's been fun so are you tracking the thousand hours on your um, habit tracker forms that you guys made on your website no that's way too much that's too much pressure for me because if I do then I'm gonna I, I can't it's just more like that is now like my unofficial it's on my unofficial habit tracker. <laughs> like it's on my radar. The official thousand hours outside movement, they do have a number of 
official printables. Oh. And they have one that's even, like, the first hundred hours. And I was like, oh, I think I could... My kids hate being outside. We drag them to the beach every weekend and they grumble the entire time. <laughs> but I think like a hundred hours, I know that's setting the bar low, but hey, you gotta start something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate they have a hundred hour option also. Okay. Well yeah. I I um I like your habit tracker. I'm just too lazy to print it off for myself. <laughs> Well, see, that's where, yes, I am also, like, see, this is where my seven wing comes in, is that I, like, I really want to do these things, and, but then I just, like, kind of, like, lose interest and go on to something else, <laughs> and so I, I will just, it's too much pressure to count the thousand hours, so, and also, it is the 5th of February, and I stopped tracking yesterday, so, <laughs> or, you know... <laughs> It was fun while it lasted. No. Right. I'm not I'm not good at tracking in a habit tracker. Like I need a habit tracker for using a habit tracker. Yeah. Consistency <laughs> is not a strong suit of mine. Like I can do something really well for like three days in a row and then I get bored. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm the same way. All same right, way. Wendy, what did you bring this week? Well, um, in honor of our guests today, oh. Brittany and Heather, two Bravo historians. <laughs> um this as well has been born out of the pandemic and it was my husband's suggestion and now I'm co-signing it. It is, we are doing a full first time watch of Summer House. <gasps> I love it. What do you think? <laughs> I, okay. Season one was terrible, but yeah. I freaking love it. I love it so much. We watch it. We watch two episodes every night. We're on season three right now. We have conversations about Carl. We have conversations <laughs> about Kyle and Amanda and oh. how Kyle is really fucking things up with Amanda right now. <laughs> it has taken over our house. Yes. I we love, love it. House. And it lined, well, almost lined up perfectly with the new season. I know, which I had to start recording last night. And spoiler alert, after my husband went to bed, I turned it on. <laughs> like, don't watch it without me. But I had to turn it on because I didn't know that they were going to be working and summering in the same I, summer house. Yes, I was wondering for about six that. six weeks. It's, oh, oh, my God. It's going to be good. It's like, so yeah. wait, like during the week, they're working from home? No, 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 no. Oh. So typically. I know they typically these, spend their like summer weekends. They like go. Yes. So they work in Manhattan and then yeah. they drive out to the Hamptons every weekend. Right. So, but I've during seen one the, episode. But during the pandemic, they all moved out to the summer house for six weeks and they are working and summering. Like they're working. See, that's and what I weekend. said. So during the week, they're doing their jobs from the house and well, then on the weekends, they're partying. I, I think that's the idea, but I haven't watched the full episode uh, yet. So I don't know how it's working out. But I would imagine man, not well. <laughs> they drink so much. Like, I, I would be dead with mm -hmm. how much they drink on this show. It's bananas. I, God, I love it so much. Mine is a candy. And this is the second Shocker. time I've shared a candy for Megan and Wendy approved. And that's all you need to know about me. My current obsession are Nerds Gummy Clusters. And I saw you put them in a container. Oh, in my God. stories. Yeah, so... The only place I can find them in store that I go is a Walgreens, which is good because they're not in my grocery store and they're not in my Target, which I go 
more frequently than to Walgreens. But last week, I had to pick up two prescriptions on two different days. So the first time I was there, well, like, I'm going to buy two bags because I don't come here very often. And not like the individual, like Skittles, single serving size bags, like the zip top bags. <laughs> and I decanted them into like De- my airtight snap <laughs> I appreciate that. My, like <laughs> snap lid containers that I use in the pantry and I keep them on my nightstand. And then I had oh, to go yeah. back for another prescription and I was like, oh, I need two more because it's, <laughs> if I'm here, I have to take advantage of it. Well, the last prescription was picked up mm, five days ago. I'm through three of the four bags. <laughs> I wake up with a sore throat every morning because I eat them before bed, and then I get, like, old lady acid reflux overnight because I'm eating candy in bed. And so the first hour of the day, I'm, like, mildly nauseated because I ate a pound of sugar before I went to sleep, and I have a sore throat, and I'm not stopping, but the fourth bag is in my car, and I haven't brought it in because don't want to let myself like power through it too, too much quickly. temptation yeah <laughs> well, it's nice to have a car treat sometimes i've hidden in the candy trunk, actually oh. uh, <laughs> but i always hide treats in the car the current treat in the car are the pop tart spites have you tried those they may have made no sure haven't <laughs> i had to share them with my daughter the other day uh, there was a stretch there was a stretch of little debbie brownies in the car for a while oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep Hostess donuts. Yep. Are you my husband? Because that's what he does. Yeah, I'm a child. The nerds gummy clusters. There's no hiding it. They're on my nightstand. I eat them in bed while we're watching TV together. And I can't. The texture of the nerds on the gummy is too much. It's so good. <laughs> Wait, there are nerds Wait. on the gummy? Yes, it's like a gummy coated in nerds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> My 10-year-old loves them, and I think that's their target market. And every she's like, can I have a nerd's gummy? I'm like, no, those are mine. Absolutely not. Oh, my God. Wait, are they like a nerd rope? You know, those nerd ropes are kind of gummy, too, and those are coated, but just... Like individual bites? Yeah, I actually, I think probably they're like, I don't know if I've ever had a nerd's rope, but I would imagine that... No, I really don't think I have. (laughs) Because the idea doesn't actually appeal to me. And then Uh someone was talking about them on Instagram. Like, I wouldn't buy a nerd box on its own. Yeah. Why? You scoff at that, but not (laughs) Yeah, I don't really enjoy, like, the nerds on That's a different candy. Yeah. I'm with with you. Like, I like the dissolving nerd coating and then the gummy reward inside oh my god i'm with you, you i also have a huge huge sweet tooth and i cannot be trusted with any kind of candy or cookie or anything sweet so i fully am on board with everything you're saying <laughs> i'm glad you're finding joy wherever you can <laughs> i really am including the bed <laughs> and a little bit sick i always have candy in bed like there's always candy in my nightstand Always. I love it. Always. It's her nighttime treat. Always. Oh, Always. my goodness. Okay. Why don't you tell us where everybody can find more from you guys? Uh, our blog is www.okasmoms.com. You can also stream our podcast from there, or you can find us basically wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Instagram at blog, and we're also on TikTok. What Ooh, is our? Oh, I didn't know that. What's our handle on TikTok? Is it? I think it's just okay as mom. It's okay as moms. Okay, 
And yeah, I mean, we're all the places. Just are you guys dancing on TikTok? God no, no. God no, no, no. Like what's the thing? Try on. I see you share some of your TikToks to Instagram. Yes, like yes. That's the nice thing about it. You can kind of repurpose them. Valentine's. Yeah. Mm. You know what? That can I change? Is it too late to change my favorite thing? Because mine might be TikTok (laughs) right now. I. It's just such a nice. Add it in. It's just such a nice, happy little place on the internet, and. I've made a real nice little echo chamber for us on there, and (laughs) (laughs) it's just, it's nice, and I honestly, like, I used to hate being a a millennial, and I think after this last year of seeing millennials come together on the internet, I just, I'm proud to be a millennial now. I kind of want to be a Gen Z, but I don't think they'll have me, because I part my hair You don't have a choice, so. I part my hair on the side, so they're not going to take me anyway. But oh I'm trying to retrain it to part it in the middle. It's not working. But I, my Gen Z daughter parts her hair in the middle, and I'm always like, "Put it on the side." And no, mom, she cannot. She cannot. I'm no, very you. much in that middle part right now. Oh my god! Thank you so much for joining us, taking the time to record with us. If you are listening to this, we would love it if you would a check out Heather and Brittany at OKSMoms.com. Listen to their podcast. Follow them on Instagram and. We love your ratings and reviews. They make us feel good and they help people find us on the Apple podcast system. So we'd love it if you would leave one if you haven't already. And until next time, have a great week. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Bye.